What's good, everybody? It's your man, The Voice, and this is the newest installment of The Voice Speaks. I am Femi Nathan Alshako, Executive Director of Eternal Crown Ministries and host of this podcast. We are picking back up, studying David's life, and finishing off a series entitled Great Idea. Now, last time we talked about how David revisited a great idea and executed the plan correctly this time by following God's direction. Before that, we talked about how he had a great idea, but didn't quite work out because he really did not plan it properly. Put some plans in place, but didn't plan it properly. If you haven't heard either of those, I ask that you go back and listen two parts one and two because everything builds on each other again we're closing things out right now second samuel chapter 6 verses 16 through 23 we're gonna walk through the scripture on today so i'll read a little bit and expound a bit and we'll get back into things and i'm reading from the niv version so verse 16 says As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michael, daughter of Saul, watched from a window. And when she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she despised him in her heart. Now, the fighting men went out with David to go in and get the ark. So it's understandable that she may not have been with him right then, but when she saw him using today's terminology, she was big mad. But why was she big mad? Why did she despise him? She despised him because of how he was praising God. That that's so loaded. You're upset with somebody because of how they're praising God you're praising God now granted there are different ways to go about doing things but how can you be in a place where the person you love the person you're married to you're not just upset with them you're despising them because of how they praise God Let's continue. So verse 17 says, They brought the ark of the Lord, set it up in its place inside the tent that David had pitched for it. And David sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings before the Lord. After he had finished sacrificing the burnt offerings and the fellowship offerings and blessed the people in the name of the Lord, all or I should say he blessed the people in the name of the Lord Almighty. Then he gave a loaf of bread, a cake of dates and a cake of raisins to each person in the whole crowd of Israelites, both men and women. And all the people went to their homes. So after he brought the ark in, got it set up, sacrificed, show his gratitude to the Lord. He blessed the people and not just blessed them, blessed them in the name of the Lord. All 
mighty because the ark was in Jerusalem because he was able to move it. This wasn't a small deal. People died because the ark was moved and he gave them a blessing. Think about it. Think about being in a place where a dignitary, you know, your 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 mayor, your governor, your senator, you know, your your congressperson, the head of your company, you know, your organization, your school, whatever it is, and they said something to honor you, said something in the presence of powerful people that was going to give you an advantage think of how great you would feel if that happened and this is what David did he blessed them he pronounced blessings upon them in the name of the Lord and then he gave everybody a pardon gift and they got a loaf of bread got a cake of dates and a cake of raisins to take home everybody there which means that this was a big big celebration this is a big deal and something that he planned for in order to have all of those things there to give to the people didn't know how many people were going to show up but he had enough for everybody because of the links that he went to to make this ceremony a celebration to make it a great celebration verse 20 says when David returned home he blessed his household Michael daughter of Saul came out to meet him and said how the king of Israel has distinguished himself today going around half naked in full view of the slave girls of his servants as any vulgar fellow would now, you hear me getting all excited in, in my presentation. That's because there's an exclamation point after this. This is how she came at David after he blessed the Lord with all his might. Coming back, sacrificed unto God because the ark was there with them in Jerusalem. Blessed the people, gave them presents, and then blessed the household. This is how she comes at him when she comes out to meet him. She had a great idea. Her idea was to tell him about his actions, how he was undignified, how he exposed himself to just everybody, including the slave girls. You know, she wanted to set him straight. She's Saul's daughter. She knows how kings are supposed to act. She knows how things are supposed to go. And she probably coached him when he served Saul because she was his wife during that time. So she probably let him know, hey, you know, when you go in and play for my dad, you probably want to uh, be dressed like this. You probably want to bathe, you know, make sure that you have this in place and that in place. And, you know, oh, you you went off to, to serve. Oh, you did such a great job, you know, in battle. And I know that singing, you know, your praises, but my daddy, you know, he's a, he's a little uh, insecure. So, you know, make sure you stroke his ego and everything. You know, when you talk to him, she these are things that are probable because of the fact that she was his wife and she was there with him the whole time. Now, 
remembering from verse 16 she despised him because of how he praised God not that he was praising God it's because of how he went about it and I mean she just brought it all out in this scripture you distinguished yourself going around half naked in full view of the slave girls of his servants not just his slave girls the slave girls of your servants like a vulgar fellow you're getting your your chippendales on acting like you want to be the next chippendale dancer or something magic mike she went clean off on him because of this and again she may have been embarrassed because hey this is my husband the scriptures tell us he was a good looking guy and you know put together well and she was probably embarrassed to have the whole world at that time looking in on everything that God had gave him and that was hers that may have been embarrassing also embarrassing because he's praising in such a fashion and is not really becoming a king to praise the Lord so wildly she also could have been insecure now granted when David was an outlaw Saul took her and gave her to someone else to be their wife kind of spiting David but while David was out running <laughs> running from Saul he found enough time and energy to pick up not one but two other wives so him being half naked in front of all these women could have caused her to feel a bit insecure you know, maybe she got some of that insecurity from uh, from Saul I don't know but you could understand why she would be because she's got competition within the household and as a king he could pull in anyone at any point and he may have even had more wives at this point I'm not sure either way it goes she wanted to set him straight let her know what you're doing you're not doing it the right way you should have done it differently this is unbecoming a king even if she was insecure she needed to remember that before David became king of all Israel he said bring me Michael he wanted her he had not forgotten about her though he had fine wise Abigail and he had uh, his other wife from Jezreel he had not forgotten about Michael his first love who he truly loved hadn't forgotten about her she hadn't forgotten about where she come from as being a princess and growing up in the house of a king probably being you know a bit stuck up because she's got all that going for her and again thinking that she's setting him straight letting him know how things ought to go Ooh, but uh this is David we're talking about so in verse 21 David said to Michael it was before the Lord who chose me rather than your father or anyone from his house when he appointed me ruler over the Lord's people, Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord. Yeah, you know, let them know you're doing this undignified and uh, throwing shade low key that this is not how a king is supposed to do it. Yeah, that blew up in her face because David understood the importance of being in the presence of God. This is the reason why he wanted the ark 
there in Jerusalem because he wanted to be as close to the presence of God as possible. And he also understood that God was worthy to be praised and that this was worthy of celebrating and nobody was going to stop him from celebrating the Lord. He had his priorities in order so often in life. Things come up, things on the job, things with our children, things with our loved ones, things with our significant others that take our focus off of God. David had his priorities in order. He knew that God was first, no matter what his feelings were for Michael or for anyone else. God had to be first. And that praising him was one of the most important things that he could do in life. Celebrating the Lord was of the utmost importance. And he wouldn't be king had not God put him in that place. Put him in that place over your daddy, over your brother, over all of them. So, yeah, comparing was not the best idea because that really blew up in his face. If she wanted to help him, she should have helped him by joining him in praise to God. Men and women were there when he was sacrificing, but she was off in her uh, house, in her feelings, instead of being there with him, praising and worshiping God too. She may have been able to grab something and, and help throw it over him <laughs> like we do in the Pentecostal church when people get really happy. She could have done that and helped with preserving his dignity and then talking to him about it later, but joining him in what was most important, praising and worshiping God the creator, the one who was blessing them. So in verse 22, David said, I will become even more undignified than this. And I will be humiliated in my own eyes. I'm not just going to humiliate you. I'm going to humiliate myself by how I celebrate the Lord. I'm going to look crazy in my own eyes. That's okay. I will look crazy in front of myself or by my own standards when it comes to worshiping God because I understand how important he is because I love him so much. And then he goes on to say, but these slave girls you spoke of, oh, I'll be held in honor with them. So yeah, you might be the queen and they may be slaves, but they're going to honor me. The people are going to honor me. Why? Because I'm setting the stage for how you are to worship and celebrate the living God. You are supposed to give it your all. If you look crazy, look crazy. It's okay. This is for God. And there is no level that you can quote unquote stoop to that's so low regarding your praise and your worship of God. You can't, you can't go low enough in your praise and your worship. You can't do anything too outlandish when it comes to praising and worshiping God, if that's what he's calling you to. Now, if you're off in your own flesh and you're doing something, that's a little different. But if it's something that he's calling you to, there's nothing you can do. There's no 
level of abasement that you can make of yourself. You can't go low enough to give him the honor that he's due. So give everything to him as David did. Verse 23 says, and Michael, daughter of Saul, had no children to the day of her death. Now, we don't know if she had no children because the Lord shut up her womb. The Bible doesn't say. We don't know if she had no children because David decided to no longer engage with her in that fashion. The Bible doesn't say. It just says that she didn't have any children. Think about the lineage of the children born to David through Michael. These are both of the kings of Israel bloodlines together. Boy, Solomon probably wouldn't have stood a chance of being king had she born children to David. And why and how did she not? Because she had a great idea. But her motives were wrong. Her motives were about preserving herself, her image, her own security. Versus looking at the fact that this man, this king, is worshiping God with all his might. And I should be worshiping him as well. Because without God, I have nothing. Selah, pause, and think about this. Until next time, God bless and keep it together.